Suppose you were given a choice. You could choose to either risk your life serving a 10-year mission, preaching to a people who absolutely hated you and wanted to kill you, or you could choose to become the king or queen of your own country, serving among people who loved and admired you. Which would you choose? The Book of Mormon tells the story of four young men who had that exact choice. This is Between the Lines of the Book of Mormon, and we're your hosts. I'm Jay Harris. And I'm Andrew Harris. And welcome today. We hope you enjoy this podcast. As Messiah grew old, he had to choose a successor. Yeah. And Messiah, he was a really good king, but he had four sons to choose from who could all choose to be king. And they all rejected it because of this amazing experience that they had had. They had been rebelling against the church, but then an angel appeared to them, and that angel turned their lives upside down, because all of a sudden they had strong testimonies, they repented of their wrongful ways, and they had this tremendous desire to become missionaries. Yeah, they couldn't stand the thought of having all these Lamanites die without the gospel in their life. So they said, we're going to go out and actually do something about that. We're going to be missionaries. We're not going to be king. That's an amazing thing. It is amazing because they turned down this opportunity for wealth and fame and acknowledgement and said, no, we're going to go be missionaries. Yeah. So Messiah could have then found someone else to be king. But at that point, he had an idea that he thought, what if instead of having kings... We have a democracy, one of the very first experiments in democracy. And he proposed a new concept to the people. This concept was called the reign of judges. And the reign of judges worked like this. The people would elect their own judge over their community, and that judge would then judge criminal cases. He would decide punishments. He would levy taxes and collect taxes. Over the lower judges, there would also be elected higher judges, who would then serve over several judges at a time. And then over all the land would be the chief judge, who was given the responsibility for governing the entire land of Zarahemla. The chief judge was also known as the governor. So during this time, when they switched from being ruled by kings to being reigned by judges, they also changed the calendar. And so they now no longer said, oh, it's been so and so many years since the time that Lehi left Jerusalem. They now started to say it's been 37 years in the reign of Judges. Right. Let me ask you this. Why did King Mosiah change from kings to judges? I, I think it was a good thought. I think a king has all power and a judge, I think, probably had more limited power. There will always be people who want power, and it seems like a lot of the time, the best leaders are those who don't want the power. The people who are appointed to that because they're a good leader, but they're not seeking to be in charge and seeking all the glory. This idea worked pretty well, and for the first 40 years, it was successful. Mm -hmm. There were three chief judges during that time. There was Alma the Younger. He resigned to go on a mission. And he chose Nephiha, who was a good man, to follow him. And then after Nephiha died, his son, Pahoran, became the next chief judge. So 40 years of very successful ruling by judges. Yeah, and you got Alma, who's a prophet, being the judge. I I would imagine things are going to go pretty good for you then. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) But they didn't always stay so righteous. I know, that's exactly right. (laughs) 
Then a real fiasco took place, because after Pahoran died, three of his sons began to compete to become the next chief judge. Their names were Pahoran II, Peanchi, and Pakumanai. Yeah, they were the opposite of Mosiah's sons. <laughs> they, were the, they wanted to be the ruler over the nation. Yeah. They campaigned for this position of chief judge. Mm-hmm. And after the voice of the people voted, they picked Pahoran Jr. to be the next chief judge. Yeah. It should have been settled. But Peanchi was angry. He thought that the government had been stolen from him. And so he said, no, I'm not going to accept that. And he started a rebellion against Bahoran, and he was finally arrested, convicted of sedition, and put to death. Pakumanai, on the other hand, accepted the will of the people and was willing to accept his brother as the chief judge. And so Bahoran ruled for a while. Peanchi had quite a following, and one of his followers was a man by the name of Kishkuman. Oh, yeah. Kishkuman was a bad man. Definitely. And he was so angry that Pahoran had been elected chief judge that he snuck into the chief judge's chambers and then murdered Pahoran. Mm-hmm. So Pahoran ruled for less than two years and now was dead. So now Pahoran was dead, Peanchi was dead. The people then elected Pakumanai, the remaining brother, to be the next chief judge. Yeah. He ruled for less than a year, and in a rebellion, a man by the name of Coriantumr chased him down a city street, pinned him against a stone wall, and took his life. Yeah. So now in the course of three years, all three sons of Pahoran are dead. Yeah. And who was to be the next chief judge? Well, nobody wanted to take that responsibility. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to be chief judge. Not only is there a high likelihood of someone trying to assassinate you, but also who'd want to be chief judge? It just doesn't sound like a, a fun job. Finally, they convinced Helaman, who was the grandson of Alma, to take over the position. Was he next in line to be assassinated? Hiding in one of the corridors of the chief judge's residence was this evil Kishkuman, who'd already murdered one of the chief judges. Now he wanted to kill another, and he'd picked Helaman to be his next victim. Fortunately, one of the guards of Helaman discovered him hiding. It says he stabbed Kishkuman in the heart and he died without a groan. Kishkuman had organized this band of robbers and thieves, and I think had he not died at this time, they would have been called the Kishkuman robbers. Yeah, it doesn't have quite the same ring. But because Gadianton survived, they became known as the Gadianton robbers. But it was really Kishkuman who had originally organized yeah. this band of thieves and bandits. He was just as wicked. He was. He was awful. Anyway, he's now dead. Helaman then goes on to rule as the chief judge, but he dies, and his son, Nephi, takes over. Nephi then is chief judge for nine years and is disgusted with the sins and all the things that are going on and decides, I don't want to do this anymore, and he decides to go on a mission. So he leaves, and who is picked in his stead? Yeah, and then next is Cezorum, who presides for about four years, but then he gets murdered by some unknown assailant. And then Cezorum's son, who we don't know his name, he's just his son, he only is around for a few months, and he gets murdered. And then we get Gadianton robbers ruling for a little while there. So it's just wickedness reigning everywhere, it seems like. And Cezorum presides for three years, and then he's murdered by his brother, so then a committee of judges in charge for a few years there, about four years, 
and then Laconius. Laconius was a good man. Yeah. He was prophet and a righteous man, and he ruled for many years. After he's done, he, he dies, and his and then his son Laconius II comes the next. And judge, what happened to Laconius judge. II? He gets murdered too, unfortunately. <laughs> This reign of judges was filled with murders and death and corruption. And, and at the end of Laconius dying, the reign of judges came to an abrupt end. So it was about 120 years. During that time, six chief judges were assassinated. We've been a country for 160 years in the United States. Four presidents have been assassinated and two others yeah. have been seriously injured right. in assassination attempts. So you wonder if we're all that much more civilized than these ancient Nephites. Yeah. The time will yet come when we'll change from rulers of different nations to where we will have a kingship on this earth. When we'll be ruled by, by our Savior, who will be the King of Kings. and The King of Kings. You know, that's going to be different because we talk about having a righteous leader, how good that is. Well, this is the perfect leader. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I think it'll be wonderful to have Christ as a ruler and reign over the whole world. Every knee will bow and confess that he's the Savior of the world. Thanks for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast and will join us again next time as we discuss a really interesting religious character by the name of Nehor. Until then, enjoy your reading. <laughs>